When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, welcome to Apartment 4D. Hi, everybody. Did you introduce you yet? Oh, oh, my dad. I'm here with Joe and Heather. Heather's had a lot of coffee, so. Yeah, sorry, guys. Best of luck with this episode. We just were comparing how many notes each of us made, and I flipped Joe's over and saw he's written nothing, to which he replied, oh, I didn't know there was a back. Which reminds me of the time Winston filled out a job application, but that's a spoiler it alert. It really so does. Today, we're here to discuss... New Girl episode number 12, The Landlord. Ooh. A classic and perhaps uncomfortable to discuss. Yeah, uncomfortable to watch. In this particular group. Yeah. <laughs> episode. Before we start, we're going to pass around the feeling stick. Joe, Ooh. do you have anything for the feeling stick today? I think oh, this should have been called, instead of The Landlord, nope. it should have been called Reading the Wrong Signals. Oh! That right. is such good insight. Because in every <laughs> sense of the word, you know, everything that happened in this, oh every plot was, was wrong. Everybody wrote, yeah, wrote Joe, the that is Joe, that is just an amazing point. However, this might be new information for you somehow. When we pass around the feeling stick, we don't talk about the episode. It's we talk about like, oh, we saw the characters in a movie. Um, I realized this in my own life that parallels. Remember? I realize it should have been called oh Reading the Wrong Signals. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the show. I'm talking about the title. Gotcha. You know, I'm just yeah. going to go next because this is a perfect segue for one of the things I wanted to discuss. No offense, Hebs. If you don't mind, I'm going to jump in line in front of you. Okay. I, I have stuff. But so, okay. yeah, no, you can go. I'm yeah. just going to go next because it's relevant to Joe. So, um, before we started the podcast, I Googled New Girl Podcast because I didn't want to do something other people were doing. There wasn't any. So recently I thought, oh, I'm going to check in again and see if like we're the only ones or there's more. So I Googled New Girl Podcast and it turns out on an, a website or a, maybe it's an app called Podbay, they let you review podcasts. Oh. And people reviewed ours. Thanks, guys. Two people gave us five stars, but one person... Her Whoa. name was Skater Kate. Hi, us, Skater Kate. Gave us three stars. Let's read her review real quick. It won't be long. Love it so far. Would like to see a few changes. Whoa, okay. I like the premise of the show as I'm a New Girl super fan, but I'd like to see a bit more in-depth discussion of the characterization and writing. Kind of how like the Gilmore Guys podcast does it. Cool. Okay. Brace yourselves. Understand. I'd also, <laughs> I'd also like to see the dynamic with Joe change. <laughs> The two other hosts seem to treat him a bit like a child. It's funny at first, but I really enjoyed his insight as well. And I would like to see it lifted up instead of shot down. Keep up the good work, though. Love listening as I am also rewatching. Joe, I am so sorry. My first question to you is, is your screen name Skater Kate? No. <laughs> is this how you wanted to tell us? I did not write that review. <laughs> 
Now, I think maybe what they're picking up on is things like how Joe's looking at his phone right now for football scores or comes with half his sheet not done. And maybe my frustration seeps into my comments towards him. Yours. Yes, but we were just talking about how no matter what Joe says, Joe could watch the wrong episode. And have like, good insight. Good insight, Joe. Good job. I love what Joe has to say. So I'm sorry, Skater Skate. It's Skater Kate. Skater <laughs> Skate. Or, or Joe. Yeah, Joe I- or Skate. <laughs> So we love Joe. I think she probably did this early on. We were kind of didn't know what we were doing early on, so it was a bit of a fiasco. Yeah. But it's all in love, our dynamic, just to clarify Joe, for everybody. Joe's a good guy. I mean, not a lot of men his age would dissect new girl. That's true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, our predominant fan base I've noticed is female. Yeah. Uh, so a couple other things I wanted to mention. We have another embarrassing blunder. In addition to not knowing what Mikusta just meant, last week we were like, we can't find the bear in this episode. And then I talked about Teddy Ruxpin. Why are you pointing at yourself? Because I text you guys. No, the girl on the internet saw I it didn't first. see her. Oh. I, I text you guys and I'm like, it's Teddy Ruxpin. Anyways, then we had a long conversation about Teddy Ruxpin, who's a bear. So that's embarrassing. <laughs> um, so we want to thank our, our Instagram users who pointed that out to us. The last two things I want to talk about, we did watch Woke, and we are uh-huh. going to discuss it, but we're going to wait to discuss it at the end of the episode, oh, okay. out of respect for people who haven't watched it yet. Oh, and we're respect. not going to go super in-depth, because it's a good show, deserves its own podcast, but we yeah. do want to touch on Hopefully some highlights. someone will do that. Uh, so I did want to mention, someone messaged me asking what a good new girl page would be to follow on Instagram, to which I replied ours. Uh-huh. Um, but there's another one, it's at hey period new period girl, period? I think I wrote a period now. That was the end of my sentence. So, hey, period, new period girl. And she has a really great page, and I really like it. She's very nice. So, I would recommend um, following her. And lastly, because we did a lot of questions on our Instagram this week, uh, Kelly Flynn, who has been a fan since the beginning, guys. She wrote one of our five-star reviews, I suspect, because the name's Kelly. We appreciate it. She suggested, when I asked what would you like to see more of, that we give an award for, like, the character who kind of wins the episode. I love it. To which I'm going to expand upon that we could give it to the actor, the character, guest star, whatever we want. We're going to call it the Honey Roast Award. Nice. After Winston's Honey Roast. Whew, and those are all my feeling stick talking points, Hebs. Um, yeah, mine was, it was kind of fun. Um, the landlord character mm-hmm. right now is starring in General Hospital as a drug lord slash mob kingpin. So it's a very different role than Red. Okay, so the Netflix description of this episode is, Against Nick's wishes, Jess makes it her mission to get the loft's crabby landlord to like her inadvertently jeopardizing their living situation. Ooh. Very Freeze Company, guys. Yes. Guest stars from this episode include Jeff Kober, who plays Remy the Landlord, who's on General Hospital, oh. and Aaron Arlandon, who played Young Nick. I like looking up the kids to see if they're still acting, and yeah, he is. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. So, let's start with the opening. Uh, Rose Rage in the mall parking lot situation. I love when Nick tells Jess when they get the gun pulled on them that she's dressed, dressed like, like a, a bullseye. Because she definitely was. Yeah. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on Jess convincing an armed man to leave them alone just by being kind? Well, first I thought it was funny that Nick had, I mean, that car just fit Nick because it was such a mess. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's spending all his money on rent to live in that law. Mm-hmm. So it made sense. Um I like it when Jess is analyzing him, the the villain, mm-hmm. that he has trouble expressing himself, and um, and then she starts pointing out at Nick like it's Nick's fault mm-hmm. to the guy. 
cool. So I that was good. The villain being the guy in the With truck. With the gun. With the yeah. gun. Right. Yeah. Did you have any thoughts on that scene, Joe? Yeah. So this is where we start off the theme of the show. Which you always see the worst mm. in people. Right. That's where she's, even though he's pulling a gun, right. that is kind of the worst in <laughs> that people. Is. The very worst. You know? you. And I like the reference she made, and uh, it was it was so um, time oriented, or, or though, for those times when she goes, "Oh, it's like the wire." Oh, is that the TV show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, when when he pulled the gun, and uh, and so. That's what I got out of that opening scene. And, of course, then, you know, the guy pulled away and everything was fine. And she says, see, you just had to be nice to the guy. Yeah, that was absolutely Joe, I'd like to compliment you on that analysis. Good Good job. Good insight. Thank you. That's for you, Skater Kate. Yeah. (laughs) And Joe. Okay, so now we're back in the loft. They haven't returned home yet. And Schmidt's there getting a text from his boss. Everything she says, he's trying to say that is, uh, like, she's hitting on him. Yeah. And uh, Winston is telling him, dude. It's always in your head. And then it gives the great examples of him in the elevator, him getting coffee. But my personal favorite, when the delivery man says, I have oh, a package for that's Schmidt. That's what I put. Good. And yeah. he says that he cannot accept it. Yes. So that seems very Schmidt-like, right on brand for his personality. Totally. It was hilarious. Very hilarious. So Nick and Jess come in and they all start discussing how Nick's negative. Um, and everyone basically agrees with Jess because they don't have a backstory that someone pulled a gun on them. Which you think, by the way, they'd lead with, hey, someone pulled a gun on us today? Like, yeah. I know if I got home, that'd be the first thing I said. Exactly. I'd be shaking like a leaf. Yeah, it would yeah. be not good. Um, and then we see Nick trying to fix the drain garbage oh, disposal yeah. with a stick, which that just looks like, as a person, like for Jake Johnson, it looked very painful. I'm yeah. like very worried he pulled a muscle. I mean, that is a real thing that people do. Stick like a broomstick down their yeah. brain. Oh, wow. When my garbage disposal was broken, my friend did that. While it was on? No. Oh. Um. So Jess wants to call the landlord, and everyone says he's a jerk. Don't do it, Jess. Any thoughts before I move on to the next scene? Um, no. Well, that's also the start of a whole series of plots that we uh, see where Nick uses the plunger, which is the stick, right. you know, and that is exactly how Nick is. He won't call anybody for anything. No, we saw that in the other episode. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, uh, and you can tell because throughout the show, of course, there's the, the lights and all this. Right. <laughs> and they're like, where do we start? Or how much time yeah. you got? Right. When he goes, what's wrong? And you're like, everything. Yeah. So that's the uh, the start of uh, Nick's way to fix things. Right. Which is ridiculous because they paid a plumber. I never knew they had a landlord in those early episodes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, TV shows do that. Yeah. So now we're with Schmidt at work um, and Kim asked him to sort his files in the office so she can watch and he misreads or doesn't misread the situation and starts licking the files. He is so extra. <laughs> he is hilarious. And then we cut to Jess... What I would imagine is some sort of basement at the yeah, landlord's. Yeah, it looks like a dark basement. Yeah, at the landlord's office where he has up a scary picture that he made himself. Um, and accidentally, when she's asking him to come up and help and he's refusing, says, The four of us, I know you want the four of us to be safe. To which he actually starts looking at her and responding, says, Four of us, apartment 4D is for three people. Right. And she like runs out and tries to cover her tracks. Now, just really quick. 
uh, notice that Jess baked for him like she did for Julia. Exactly. The same cupcakes. And It's not working out well for her, so I don't know why. No, I don't have a landlord because I own my house, but I bake for all my neighbors. Like, I was getting a new roof, and when I had to tell all my neighbors that the truck was going to be blocking their driveways, possibly, I just said it with peanut butter cookies. So it is a good tactic. Good job, Jess. Yeah, I just avoid uh, eye contact with my neighbors. Joe, do you bake for your neighbors? Well, uh, no, I, I only bake for myself. But <laughs> you don't really bake. I Never. don't really bake. You buy cookie well, I dough. Bake chicken no, no. In the you oven. do bake chicken. We meant bake chicken. Yeah. In the oven. You know, even like yeah. desserts. Yeah, no, no, I, I, no. My neighbors don't want me to bake for them <laughs> desserts, and so. Remember what I was talking about? They should be called reading the wrong signals. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a couple couple major points in here that we're not discussing. Oh, Joe really okay. came prepared today. The first Joe one is... Win. Skater can't keep prepared. The most obvious one is, that's not a landlord. That's a maintenance yes. guy. Oh, yes. But they keep oh, calling him the landlord. He's okay. not the landlord. He's just the maintenance Good guy. Call. Well, I mean... They make the character in the episodes called the landlord. So it's not only reading the wrong signal, okay. it's reading the wrong job title. Right. You so know we have saying? another misunderstanding on right. our hands. And then so Schmidt licking the folders because he had the wrong idea. Ah. Oh, Again, wrong signals. You know I what I'm saying? And then I like a line in there where just just says oh, she looks around, she sees everything, and she's oh, a, a gasoline can, yeah. very practical. <laughs> that was funny. I didn't even write that down, but you you're know? right. Yeah. And so, uh, and so those are the things that I picked up mm-hmm. in there was all the all the wrong reading the signals. I do think that Remy is their landlord though, because they call him. The landlord, and the episode they call called him the landlord. landlord. I don't think. But in, act- in actuality, maybe, like, maybe it's an absentee landlord. That's your favorite word. I just, absentee. Well, he, he can't because he wouldn't be there. But right, I just don't <laughs> know if a landlord has a basement, in, apartment, an office in the basement. Yeah, you know I, that, I mean, he has Remy maintenance like, guy written all over. Yeah, Remy seemed like too much of a zoo to really be a oh, property building. Owner. That's a good yeah. point. Good, good job. So Jess Joe. runs up to the apartment and says that she wants everyone to think about the time they did something stupid how they were treated yeah and how they would have want to have been treated but i think it's just beautiful because we've all been there right and they're like oh no what'd you do the landlord knocks on the door i love when he opens it and he looks at nick and says brad and then look at winston and says coach <laughs> <laughs> and then schmidt you know they throw everything out the window he's Ginny now he has an accent, accent and he's acting like he's leaving which no way would that man ever agree to have his clothes thrown out onto the balcony well no he spent a fortune on those clothes. yeah that's just and he loves them. and also his whole bed was gone yeah and like bed frame and it's a library now yeah Yeah. who left the library like this yeah (laughs) um so then they go into winston's room which used to be schmidt's room Mm -hmm. and mural remy sees the mural in the closet which we'll notice in a later episode suddenly moves behind winston's bed for no reason oh so he was supposed to paint over it in the closet and we never see him do it and then all of a sudden a couple seasons later it takes up a whole wall in the room maybe it was one of those that peels on well, it wasn't a fat head because it was a whole wall, but yeah. So while Remy's up there after he says it's not as bad as I thought it was, you know, I'll let you guys stay. Just, right. you know, paint over the mural. Jess asked Remy to fix a few things. She's like, sorry we lied to you. And Nick's like, why are you reminding him? And then Remy says he'll fix things only for Jess, not for anyone else. Right. Now we're back. Wait, just really quick. Mm -hmm. I like that he had a tattoo that said, hello, my My name name is is Remy. Remy. When he's obviously the most unfriendly person 
Also, I think Remy. his shirt said Remy. Did well, it? Yeah. the guys yeah. asked Jess, because they didn't know his name was Remy. They, How'd you know his name was Remy? Oh, oh because there's no. a two that no, says, Remy oh, says, oh, my name is Remy. Remy oh, says, how, how did you know, know my, my name? Did they send you? And she's like, well, it's on your tattoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he wouldn't have hello my name in. No. <laughs> it looked like he worked at Kinko's. Right, so I've never I like when he called Winston Coach. Too. Yeah, that was hilarious. Brad and Coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just said that. I know, and I second it. I second oh, it. okay. I don't know if you're you looking like at a football it. score right then. Yeah. No, football's over. Okay, oh, okay, okay. The Chiefs won the game, so that's over. <laughs> well, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not. It already happened. Oh my god! Because <laughs> you say that to me every episode. That's only on future stuff. Like, this is a past. I say thing. I love this episode, and you're like spoiler. alert. <laughs> yeah. Someone review that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're back at Schmidt's work, just more misunderstanding. Right. And then we're back at the loft, and Remy is fixing the closet, and he does not fix it on purpose, and says to Jess, here, give it a try. She can't move the closet, so he gets behind her, so he kind of like wrap his arms yeah. around her and help, and Nick walks by and is not having it. Right. Tells Jess to come to the kitchen, that Remy's obviously trying to sleep with her. And then the only time, because there's, I read this article about how they intentionally made sure Nick and um, Jess never had physical contact. Oh. It's the first time you actually see them, like, touch each other. So he's like, here, let me show you. And you can see her so face get all more uncomfortable. Impactful. Yeah. And then he tries to explain to her what honestly is, well, kind of accurately going on. And, of course, she's, why do you always think the worst in people? Because people are the worst. <laughs> and we flash back to him picking up a $5 bill. Oh, I laughed so And hard. getting put, stolen from him and pushed into the bushes when he was a child. And Jess says, you must have been doing something. Yeah. <laughs> Just so mean. And we flash back to Jess taking candy from strangers. Who turned out not to be criminal. His Nana made too much. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the way they showed the camera just on the guy going, hey, little girl, want candy? (laughs) And then the grandma opens the door and they're like, oh my gosh. And the guy does not look like he has a Nana. Well, I mean, everyone has. He does. But he doesn't look like he's in order to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But she, uh, I just loved her ridiculous outfit as a child. Yeah. And her glasses and her and hair. And her naivete. Exactly. Because most parents say, don't take candy from strangers. So while they're having this conversation, Remy walks in now just like in his tank top. Like, hope you don't mind the smell of a real man in your room. Yeah. Which Remy just looks like he smells. Yeah, he so definitely That part kind of gross Remy hasn't out. really recently showered, I don't think. No, I don't think he's into showering. Um, and then Winston is cleaning out Schmidt's closet so he can paint over the mural and finds one of my favorite things that's ever happened on the show, Schmidt's list of New Year's resolutions, but we're not, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Spoiler alert. Yes. We don't want Joe to get upset. Yeah. So, um, now we're in the loft still and Cece is getting seasickness bracelets because she's going on a party on Greg Kinnear's boat. Yeah. To which Schmidt replies, Neptune's folly. Yeah. And she's like, calm down. He's out of town. I know he'll be in Rio yeah, till the 8th or whatever. Yeah. I think that's so funny because when you're a crazy fan of someone, like, you, you know, do know like, that. I, I don't try to, but sometimes I do know where John Mayer is. I don't want to. It's just out there on the internet. But yeah, how does Schmidt know Greg Kinnear's schedule? Because he's yeah, a fan of back then they didn't probably have, like, social. No, you guys have to stop doing this, saying the wrong things about the years that we're in. Oh, they I definitely well, had iPhones. Oh, yeah. I so they had social media. media. Greg Kinnear, TMZ, his show was hot during that time. What show? Oh, was? Remember the show? Uh, I thought he was just in movies. No, I think he had a show, had a show. on E. On oh. E. Yeah. He did? Yeah. Mm, 
don't. Yeah, I the Greg Kinnear show, I think. No, I don't oh. think you know who Greg Kinnear is. I know who Greg He's Kinnear is. He's not a comedian. Is. I don't know who Greg Kinnear is. Okay. So, fans. If you want us to know, I like you know. I, I do know who he is, and he didn't have a show on E. I thought he had a show on E. Who is he? Uh, he was in the last song. And with, Greg Kinnear, I hope you're not listening. He's definitely not listening. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think he was on like maybe an NCSI sort of show. But when I looked him up for this, um, which I'll tell you guys why when we get to it, I, I just saw him pretty much in movies. He definitely doesn't have a reality show. And he doesn't do scripted. Well, his 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 biggest movie is as good as it gets with Jack Nicholson. Oh, I like that movie. He was in that. Okay. And he was in Little Miss, Little Miss Sunshine. You've got oh, Mail. That's a good movie. So he was he was a in in all that stuff. Was yeah. he on E though? And then he was oh my God. also. This is not the Greg Kinnear podcast. <laughs> that had the Greg Kinnear TV show. Oh, Where? It's right here. He had it, and it was. I want to say it was on E, uh, but I don't see. I'm looking it up on my computer, and uh, yeah, I don't, I'm looking behind you, and I don't see the Greg Kinnear TV show on E. It it was on there. Let me see here. So I'll look through it. Go ahead and and continue the discussions, and then I'll, oh, I'll okay. Look. I, I want to see it though too. Right, right, Joe. So, uh, let's see. He asked Cece's advice about dealing with his boss, and she said, And don't. he also says, don't you ever wear jeans. He said, so funny. He yes. makes a good point, because those girls do not wear jeans a lot. Cece wears pants a lot, though. Yeah, she does. That was yeah. actually, that red dress was a different look, so I guess yeah. see where Schmidt was excited. Well, her hair was braided, so it's really cute. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. After four years on E!, the first what? episode of oh. Talk Soup, it was Talk Soup. Because what's his name? The the funny guy, the real funny Joel guy, plays the, the skinny guy. Yeah, the soup. So yeah, so he he hosted the soup. Greg Kinnear. Yep, and then he had later with Greg Kinnear the Greg Kinnear show. Oh, I apologize, yeah. Joe. Yeah, so he he was on. So he like hosted a comedy show, Greg Kinnear. This yeah, like comedy. Talk Soup was great. Talk Soup was it. Always, good. always I mimicked. It. I thought it only had that other guy. Yeah. Well, Let's I learned something see. new today. Solutions now? I'm, I was about to intro it. Okay. So Nick and Winston come in and they're holding the resolutions and reading them, yeah. which include to steal, stop thinking about stealing Nick's girl, Caroline, <laughs> and <laughs> everyone's hilarious. favorite, find out where Winston gets his sparkle and steal it. And Winston says, you were going to steal my sparkle, man? I know. That was hilarious. I don't know why he would hang on to those in the closet. Also, he moved out. So did they just fall out? Well, sometimes people hold on to weird stuff. Joe, did you have something to say about that? On the resolutions? Yeah, because you asked me if we had got So there was the cocoon one, cocoon butterfly one. Well, that's later. Oh, okay. It is? We're just in the scene in the apartment right now. Stop chasing Nick's girl. That one's there, Oh, that was hilarious. And steal Winston's sparkle. Oh, no, wait. You know, I think cocoon was in that one. It was. It was, yeah. Yeah. I would not want someone to steal my sparkle. You're a butterfly and get out of your cocoon. Oh, there you go. I was thinking in the movie cocoon. Okay. Okay. Anything else on that? It was hilarious. Um, no. Okay. So, um, now we're at dinner with Remy. Or, well, Jess tells everyone she invited Remy to dinner. And they all give excuses. I like when Cece goes, I've got a boat. She doesn't even make a real (laughs) sentence. 
and no one's gonna go. But then when Remy says, looks like it's just you and me, Nick's like, nope, I'm gonna be here. Like cracks his knuckles, just watching you. I find it foreshadowing. And we find the dinner, he's brought some sort of fermented drink because he ferments things. And I love how Jess and is like- cheese. Oh, he brought cheese? Fermented well, cheese. he said, no, someone's gotta stay here and beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> So Jess drinks uh, what Remy brought, which she immediately spits out. Which right. I see everything through COVID eyes now. And I'm like, oh, no, it's going to drink out again on a show. That was eight years before COVID. And she's trying to get the two guys to get on the same page. So she's talking about how they both recently experienced breakups. And Remy tells this really weird story about waking up in animal blood and et cetera. And he goes, that happened to you? And Nick goes, in my own way, in my own way. And they hug. And I think, oh, they're going to be friends. No. But that's not what the twist is in this episode. No, it is not. So uh, now we're back with Schmidt and Kim. They're walking out of the office. She says, I'm just going to go home and open a bottle of wine. He says, me too. And then he finally gets up the nerve to kiss her. But he runs from his car very dramatically to her car, like takes her out of the car, starts kissing her, and the security guards misunderstand and think she's being attacked and attack him. Awkward, guys. Very. Also, an extremely inappropriate workplace relationship. Right. But his work seems to. Amusing. For our sake. Yes, yes absolutely. Um, Joe, do you have anything to say about that dynamic before I move on? No, I just thought it was funny. Security tackled Schmidt, and then the next day when he goes into her office, his face is all bruised up. Yeah. <laughs> his lip keeps busting open. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it does that when I talk. Yeah, when I talk. <laughs> Which when you're Schmidt is always. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're back at the loft on the couch uh, with Remy and Nick and Jess all talking. Remy goes to the bathroom, and the two have an argument, like they always do. Um, about how, you know, who's right and who's wrong. And then Remy comes out without his pants on. Oh, And Jess goes, what happened to your pants, Remy? Disturbing. So innocent. And my favorite is when Nick goes, this I did not expect. Yeah. And it's scary because they can't make Remy mad because... He has to fix stuff. I don't know if they're worried about that anymore, but that's a good point. Yeah. Well, they can't lose their law. Yeah, that's true. And he may or may not be the landlord. Exactly. It's it's all confusing at this point. Um, So at the, like, normally there'd be a commercial, and it cuts back to the same scene. But somehow Remy's found his way back into Jess's room. I guess they put him in there. Um, and they, Remy had said before the commercial, like, oh, you know, we're like having a threesome. This is what this is, right? So Jess still won't admit she's wrong. And Nick's like, well, I will go in there. I will do this. And she's like, you would be with that man just to prove me wrong. And it's just a hot mess. I really don't think anyone would have taken it any farther than that. No. So then they put on the most hilarious, oh my gosh, the most hilarious, inappropriately, like not... Sexy song. Oh, I know. And Remy plays air flute. Yeah, the dancing. And Jess is like hands just waving yeah. back and forth. And then he's like rubbing on Nick's hair, Nick's eyes. Oh my gosh, the whole scene is so amazing because it's hilarious, but yeah. it's also like really gross. Yeah, it was uncomfortable even to watch for me. Were you uncomfortable, Joe? I like when Nick said okay. he's a fantastic underpants captain. That was oh, that Remy. was hilarious. Remy, Remy said, said he'd be in. Scene. And then Jess says, that's a great choice. He'll be a fantastic underpants captain yes so funny um so jess is still dancing and then remy decides that to get things going jess and nick should kiss and finally when they're about to jess is like no forget it i admit i'm wrong and i love how remy's hands are up in the air just like in shock and nick goes by and high fives him right like look i was right (laughs) 
And then Winston walks by. And I love how protective Nick is of Jess. It's so sweet. Oh, yes, because he obviously still even loves her. most people would not have a dinner party the same day they almost got shot. No, she yeah. she even changed outfits. Yeah, she did. She changed into a cute outfit. Yeah, again. she's she's really they have a, they get a lot done in a day. Schmidt they, also went to work what felt like four different times. Yeah, and I was like, is wait it, a minute, and I he came it, back, and I thought and he went back to work again. Yeah, and I thought it was a Saturday because Jess didn't have work. Or maybe Sunday. maybe she didn't invite them to, to dinner until the next day. That would oh, make that it make might sense. Have been. And I don't know why Schmidt was at work on a weekend. Yeah. Anyways, got off track there. So. Um, after all this, they're sitting at the, well, Jess, Winston, and Nick are sitting at the table, and she's like, you know, I could do shenanigans, you guys have to tell me, Winston turns off the light, it, like, sparks, like, I guess we're just stuck with that, um, and that's pretty much the end of that situation, obviously, Remy, well, when Winston walked by, Remy was like, oh, I'm out, this is too many people, like, he's the one who called things (laughs) off. And um, Schmidt's back at the office and does what Joe just talked about. His face is all banged up. He's trying to talk to Kim, but his lip keeps bleeding. He shows her his list of uh, New Year's resolutions and shows how he's always had a crush on her. And then she starts reading them, and that's the one about pick a color of Crocs already. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she says to go dial me into the Tokyo call. And I don't know what his... Like, who would work at this place? It's so crazy. So he goes in the conference room. There is a call. All the people can see him. It's translating him, counting, doing push-ups naked. Yeah. He's, and they didn't even follow up that scene. That was hilarious. That was Good hilarious. old Schmidt. And I don't think he knew they were there. No. No. <laughs> and then to end it, Nick and Jess jump in the elevator, and Remy happens to be there and says, my door is always open. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> the look on their face is so funny. So let's get into our favorite look. Heather, what was your favorite look or favorite Jess look? Uh, my favorite was the dartboard. And I thought <laughs> bullseye. it was... Bullseye. Bullseye, sorry. <laughs> and um, also because I thought it was so hilarious because, you know, she's in a skirt and tights and a sweater, which is like how our grannies dressed up in the 50s to go running errands. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's like in yoga pants and a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. So it was absolutely adorable. I agree with that. Yeah. Joe, did you have a favorite look from the episode? Yeah, that was it. But I don't call it the uh, bullseye. Okay. It's horizontal stripes with two zipper pockets. Oh. Uh, your name's a lot longer because okay. it was it was horizontal stripes and then the, the zippers the zipper on the skirt were there. yeah yeah interesting and she only wore one other outfit which was that brown kind of tan i really hated the dress with that looked like a bullseye oh. so i chose i think it was a skirt and sweater i don't know i've looked at it the pictures a, a lot a i'm not sure i think it might all be one, be piece. one piece or it could be yeah, like yeah because there's no there's no separation I don't think either of those things happen, but oh it can't be. There's no seems to be no separation from. Oh, it was pretty seamless. Yeah, so I uh, chose the dress just because I didn't have anything else. But looking back, because we just talked about, it, I think I'd actually choose Cece's dress oh, and hair. Okay, I didn't like her purse that only fit seasickness bracelets. I'm just like a little burned out of red dresses. They do have a lot of red yeah. dresses. Um, okay, so favorite Schmidt moment, Joe. Oh, the conference table, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was hilarious. We skip best dressed. 
Oh, I asked you in both in one. I'm sorry. I said you have best dressed and your dress. Oh, uh, no, best dress. I put Remy because I thought his dinner. <laughs> what? No, his dinner shirt because it was like fancy. Remy. And then he had on plaid. <laughs> oh yeah, see, he changed yeah. too. So it was a different day. It was a different day because Remy, I doesn't seem Remy like just he went change. home and showered. But no, he definitely hadn't showered. Yeah, I went home and changed. So favorite Schmidt moment. Joe was in the conference room. Yeah, Heather. Um, the flashbacks of when he thought everyone was obsessed with him. Nice. Yeah, and the jar count was zero. zero. And I didn't have a favorite Schmidt moment. I don't Whoa, know. I know. That's harsh. Uh, favorite. Sorry, I'm sure he's fine. Uh, favorite <laughs> or funniest scene. Um, I put just the whole interaction with Nick and Remy when he was like trying to rub Nick's hair because Nick's face, his eyes were going to come out of his face. He does have a good facial expression. Yeah. Heather, what'd you put? Um, there were just so many, but if I had to choose was when Nick and Jess had their flashbacks. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Joe? Definitely the conference table. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you're your favorite across that the board. That swept the awards for the show because it was at the end of the show and it, you kind of, that's what you always remember is the True. end. Of the, oh, yeah. so that's your award for the show, your Honey Roast Award too? Is that scene? Oh, yeah, definitely. So oh, yours okay. isn't a character, you're, you're, you're choosing a scene that won the episode. I like that. Okay. That's yeah. a nice option it's too. It's Heather, creative. who are you giving the Honey Roast Award to? My, I mean, I'm sorry, my Honey Roast Award has to go to Remy. The guy was hilarious. You don't have to apologize. Yeah, well, I mean, I thought I was going to pick one of the normal characters, but I didn't. I you picked know, Remy. You know who reminded me, and, and maybe some of the people on here remember this show, but there was a show called Wings. I, mean, I remember that. And he was the, it seems like he was the mechanic. There was the two oh, brothers who ran it. Yeah. And then the one mechanic. And he kind of talked like him. You know what I'm saying? He has a very distinct talk. Yeah. So you think that was actually him or he just reminded you of him? It just, he, He'd be the right age. Well, yeah. I think his name was Lowell. I never or low it. or something like that, mm-hmm. but he was a lot skinnier on Wings. Well, he so, was a lot younger. So maybe vice versa. Maybe Wings was probably mid two thousands. Oh no, we late nineties. Late nineties. Yeah. Yeah. So it could have been. It could have just totally. just yeah. been older. And I that didn't was catch his. it when I looked his IDMB, but I didn't go that far. But back. if you yeah. watch Wings and watch an episode with uh, with Lowell in it, and then you watch this, the the voice is the same. Yeah, it's mm. a very distinct voice. Yeah, so I can see where you're coming from. I'm looking yeah. forward to looking that up. Because yeah. I was because. She didn't read off anything that anyone else was in. And I was like, wait a minute. Remy was in other stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 She's doing her best. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to be a Wings fan. I was a Wings You could fan. also yeah. research it, too, before you come. Yeah, I got yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll no, yeah, right it. now, not right oh, now. No, oh, not we that. actually that do own Google. We just yeah, forget just that only we own only it. Jill uses it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm giving the Honey Roast Award to actor Jake Johnson because that he got through that scene with a straight face. Oh, I find shocking. I would love to know how many times they had to shoot it, or if it was only good once. job, Jake. So before we get into our discussion questions, we have a new feature. Did anyone catch the bear? I did, and I am so excited. I didn't. I couldn't find it. Joe, did you catch a bear reference? at all mm, if you flip mm, to the other side no i did not catch it okay okay we're on the same page now so. this is obscure but i had opened up a, like a google search of photos from the episode because we always post them oh so that we can show like oh this is one we're talking about or whatever and one of the photos that immediately came up was of cc in the red dress which made me think of greg kinnear and then I thought, well, they, Greg Kinnear didn't come on the show and play a character. They referenced Greg Kinnear. Oh, so I Googled everything he's been in, and he was in a movie called Brigsby Bear. Whoa! And 
I think that's the bear reference. I think it could be, because there certainly wasn't any other. Pretty impressive. Good job. Now, that's true fandom right there. I mean, well, it was Google, you know, but... No, I, I mean, you're a good fan. Oh, thank you. But until then, I had thought it was, they mentioned the woods, and that's where bears live. <laughs> well, This viable. is a little, a little stronger. Uh, Joe, did you come prepared for the discussion question? So... Um, my discussion question was Lowell with wings. Oh, good question. Great, great question. So his name is actually Thomas Hayden Church. Oh, Oh, that's that's who it is. Remy's Jeff Cobra. So Remy is Jeff Cobra. So unless you change his name, it's not him. Or maybe they're related. Actors don't change their names a lot. Just the voices. I mean, if you did a playback of Wings and a playback Mm. of this episode, you go, whoa. Oh, like everyone has a twin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Jack Nicholson, it has the Jack Nicholson voice. Like to me, Taylor Schilling is the young Courtney Thornsmith. You know what I'm yeah. saying, Joe? Yeah. On Orange is the New Black? Oh, yeah. Piper? Yeah. Just yeah. like Courtney Thorne Smith. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Heather, did you have a discussion question? I do. Okay, first of all, that is clearly a four bedroom apartment. Why would only three people be allowed? I'm stumped. That's my first one. Well, once they emptied out um, Schmidt's room, and they do refer to it as the small room, that room's oh, really small. So maybe it's supposed to be a home office. A library. A home <laughs> office, though. I, I, I think it better. is. Yeah, yeah. but okay. it definitely, the bathroom doesn't seem big enough for that many people. True. But the the living spaces. Definitely, yeah. yeah. It's an open floor plan. It so really is. Yeah. Uh, any other discussion I questions? do. Now, I cannot take credit for this wonderful question, because I stole it off the Golden Girl oh. fan page, Golden Girls Obsessed. But if you could have the cast of any show plan your wedding, what show would it be and why? Now, wait, there's a twist. Now, obviously, we'd all pick New Girl because of Schmidt. So you have to pick a show other than New Girl. Well, I wouldn't have picked New Girl at all. I definitely would have picked the townspeople in Stars Hollow from Gilmore Girls because they put together Lorelai's wedding and it was beautiful and amazing, and I've been there, and I would actually love to have any sort of party in the actual place where it was filmed. So that's my choice. Joe, what's yours? To put together my wedding? Mm-hmm. Yes. Phoebe and Monica. Okay. Oh, okay. friends. I like where you're with Joey. With Joey providing the entertainment. Did nice. you leave Rachel out because you're hoping to marry her? Yeah, she'd be in the wedding. She'd be your so. wife. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, what about you? Okay, um, if it was my wedding, I you know, I don't know if I picked this just because it's on my mind because I just watched it. Um, Selling Sunset, but Christine would have to plan it because I didn't like Mary's wedding. I only like Christine's. Sorry, Mary, if you're listening, and Romaine. And then if, but if I couldn't pick um, a reality show, I would pick Fuller House because mm, Kimmy Gibbler is a, a party one. planner good and one. they had an amazing wedding. And then you guys are probably like, well, why aren't you saying the Golden Girls? No, I wasn't. Their weddings were kind of 80s because it was the 80s. But they show, excuse me, they throw a great baby shower. So, or, uh, sorry, bridal shower. So they do my shower. Kimmy Gibbler would do my wedding. I just, I agree with the Fuller House one, except for you'd have to get married in their backyard then. Yeah. Well, not necessarily, no. No, that's everything they have is in their living room or their backyard. Because the wedding venue canceled on them. Okay, I don't need to know the sappy reason behind it. I'm just no, saying. Well, no, the, I don't want to get married. The gender re- but they, they're at the same set as Gilmore Girls, so our weddings would be next to each other. Nice, but yeah. also they do their gender reveal at a park. 
They did. Which right now is a sensitive thing. Yeah, okay, good job, Heather. They live in California. Luckily, they live in San Fran. We'll move on. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so now we're going to talk about Woke. Heather, did you watch Woke? I sure did. Joe, did you? Uh, Sparingly, yes, I did. Joe was out of town, so he did his best. We're still going to talk about it. And now, so if you haven't seen Woke and you don't want to hear anything, now would be a good time to exit. We appreciate you listening. Have a great week. If you do want to hear about Woke, then you can stay. So, uh, Woke's a really good show. I enjoyed it a lot. There's like a whole bunch we could say, but we need to stay within the frame of, you know, the time of our episode. So, I think we're just going to stick to like some of our favorite moments, uh, Winston, New Girl Connections, and keep it there. But before we start, I do want to talk about something about Lamorne Morris for a second. He's the only cast member who has interacted with our Instagram, which we appreciate. We're really hoping to get him on the show. And then I was thinking to myself, well, it would be so fun we get him on the show and we interview him on Zoom. He seems like a really funny guy. Joe will have a good time. I'll have a good time. Heather will be way too excited. Until I I remembered that I took Heather, Joe, you'll remember this, (laughs) to her favorite show. She'd been through, she'd had a hard year. She had lost someone important to her, and so I tried. What can I do that's nice for her? She, the Kardashians were in their first season; yes. they had just ended, and they still owned Dash and Smooch, as my sister calls it, yeah. which was a children's <laughs> store. And I had a child, so I said, "Hey, I'll take you to what city is that? Calabasas. Calabasas. I'll take you to Calabasas. We'll go to Dash and Smooch." And I'll buy the kids something. I'll buy Cassie something for Christmas. Because back then, a child could have watched the Kardashians. Yeah, it was not it wasn't like what it is now. now. And she only watched it in passing, but she knew who they were. She thought they were cool, our daughter Cass. So I was like, let's go there. So we walk into Smooch, and sitting behind the register is Courtney Kardashian. Believe it or not. Well, I thought we were just going to get merged and move on with our lives. Yes. And I was like, I don't even know what to do. Like, this is so exciting. I've really made something impactful happen for Heather. Yes. So she was not, she was very, very kind to us. Yes. But at first she wasn't because you could tell she was getting agitated. People were just like walking in and taking pictures of her, walking in and asking for autograph and leaving. And at the time they weren't like billionaires. No. So this was her job. Like she wanted people to come in and well, buy her stuff. her worker was on maternity leave. We learned that later. Yes. yes. But it still was her job. Like, that was their source of income. So I picked out a top for Cassidy. And after I purchased it, then she started talking to us. And she was so nice. And I was like, oh, my gosh, my sister Heather loves your show. And then Heather said nothing. I couldn't talk. And then Courtney was like, it's the best show on E. (laughs) And then I was like, yes, it is. It really means a lot to her. She's had a hard year. We can't believe you're here. And then Heather said nothing. (laughs) And then Courtney said, like, oh, well, the girl, she's on maternity leave. So I had to come in. I'm usually in the back. And then Heather said nothing. (laughs) I couldn't talk. I'm like, and I don't have a problem talking normally. But I couldn't get it out. So eventually, Heather did talk. Well, then Courtney started asking me direct questions, like, "Where are you guys from?" Yeah, I I think she knew you were scared. Yeah, or like, you know, starstruck. And then I, I don't think you took a picture with her. I did. I did. She is the smallest. Your favorite Kardashian too, right? Yep. Oh yeah, Joe's favorite. Just tiny. I mean, like four feet tall it felt like. And I don't think she was wearing makeup and her skin was absolutely perfect. She was stunning. And her hair had like this sheen to it. I think she's the prettiest Kardashian anyway, but after that. She's actually my favorite Kardashian. I think she's the prettiest. I think she's the nicest and just best dressed even. So then we went to Dash and that's where we saw Chloe and she did not want to stop and talk to us. Not at all. (laughs) And she made it pretty clear she had a baseball cap down looking at wet the hair she's wet wearing hair. one of those track suits that were like Popular. soft and fuzzy and a match. Okay. anyways yeah. my point was 
Lamorne, if you're listening, we're going to do a great job interviewing you, Heather promised. I probably won't be able to speak, Lamorne. So, a couple things that I want to mention about Woke. I do recommend it. I don't know if I recommend it like, oh, if you love New Girl, you'll love Woke. No. Because it is two very different things. Diverse. Um, It was filmed, uh, you know, about racism and police brutality way before a lot of things that have happened recently have happened. Um, So, I think it was... timely because that's timely anyway but it was really interesting the timing that it worked out and it made me think when I was first watching Lamorne like oh am I gonna think he's Winston the whole time yeah I never did I never did it made me think Winston should have got a spin-off show about him and his cat ah and and I I give props to whoever did costume design because I thought his clothes and hats and everything were so unique that helped you not well I mean I don't think they're gonna put him in a bird shirt (laughs) (laughs) it helped you realize that um he wasn't Winston um, what were some of your favorite things about the show? What do you want to mention, Hebs, before we sign off? Um, well, it was a really serious topic, but they did interject some humor. So I thought it was, it really shows Winston's versatility because it mm-hmm. couldn't have been more different than New Girl. Mm-hmm. And I thought he had a great cast, especially the people who played his roommates. Those guys always made me laugh. Yes, they were amazing. When when uh, Winston's character, Keith, goes kind of crazy, um, and he's a cartoonist, has a cartoon called... Uh, toast and butter his roommate says dude you went toastal yeah that <laughs> was hilarious and they have all kinds of one-liners i mean i only watched the series once and i'm sure i missed a ton because it was really quick and really witty yes and i like that he had roommates again but he wasn't in a loft he was in a flat yes also if you like old school music there's even some carpenters i can't believe you caught i was gonna say well i didn't catch the carpenters were in there i'm yeah. bored by that but that they had amazing music amazing and um, I also thought that it was funny because this reminds me of myself because we live literally on the corner of us. Like a short walk is a little Caesars, but I will totally make them deliver it how, <laughs> how they wanted to um, deliver it. So, well, they, and they, they kind the of delivered. make a point of how everything can be done from an app now. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I want to also mention they did a really funny part about the Lindsay Lohan, like hating on Lindsay Lohan, how she's a good actress. Like yes. you wouldn't expect that from his friends. And uh, shockingly, we, they mention coronavirus. And this they was do? filmed before coronavirus. On the bus, there's a girl in a mask. And his oh, friend is like, right. this girl could have coronavirus or SARS. And I was oh, like, and probably when it first came. No, no, they would have filmed this way before oh, any of that okay. happened. So All I thought right. that was funny. Uh, not funny, but interesting. And the last thing I want to mention, because we're literally running out of time, because we're getting a, a warning, um, is that when they talk about the cubby, the koala, and how is there's the man who couldn't afford, you know, he's asking people for money. Right. And then there's all these things happening. There's that would happen to Keith, police brutality, this man who can't afford medical care, no one's helping him, but everyone's doing the GoFundMe for a koala bear right. that does not have bills. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, that really like kind of awoke something in me where I was like, oh. it is so weird how a random thing will catch fire on the internet. Right. That's just a fad when other people when are really When the person help. next door to you may not have enough to eat exactly so i really do think that um it was it was a good show and i look forward to everyone else's thoughts on it i look forward to hopefully having lamorne on it so we could see heather be starstruck love it that would be a zoom so we'd have video heather just like not saying stuff it's true (laughs) i think that's it unless you want to throw anything in there joe sorry we had to leave you out for a minute no i'm good i'm good okay so have a good week we supersized it for you guys Bye, Bye, bye